Oops. Hi. Yes, this is Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Yorbaland, California, for our late, late show. We're going to be playing some jazz for you tonight. <laughs> I don't know. You woke up. I did. It's late. Nine, almost 9.30 Pacific Coast time. We just got back from Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, where we were with uh, Jack Hibb and Amir Safarti, who... Uh, Yes. Um, uh, what an amazing! I mean, this is probably the third or fourth time. Maybe it's the fourth time I've seen Amir. Third time I've seen him with Jack, I believe. They, they. It seems like they've really got it down. Yes. So, so good. Um, and earlier today we had a school board meeting really early in the morning, uh, and that just reminds me to tell you to go to CaliforniaParentAlliance.org and subscribe and join us in the fight for our kids. Um, we'll probably talk a little, oops, talk a little bit about that later. There uh, we go. We need to get rid of the music. We got so much going on tonight. I shouldn't try to do all this when I'm so tired. Because <laughs> if you notice, I clicked on the camera before we were ready to go on. Um, so the, yeah, no, I'm just thinking the, there's, um, with this devotional that we're going to read right now. I've been thinking the last few days, you know, I, you guys have been teasing me that I've, I've said something about something being good and then suddenly something bad happens. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I actually, from listening to what Jack and Amir had to say, and I know I'm speaking script, uh, uh, cryptic because if you didn't see it, then you don't know what I'm talking about. But it talks, talking so much about where we, at, where we are at, possibly biblically, biblically, biblically and how important it is is, uh, for us to make a decision we've already made that but to maintain that maintain that that uh that decision not easy when the devil's attacking no no and to live as uh uh, you know as god wants us to live with the uh, holy spirit dwelling inside us and to and to then continue to to do what we're going to talk about this in devotional and with that, though, with that knowledge and with the idea that God is in us and dwelling in us and that we are that committed, we're going to be attacked even more. And uh, you guys might be onto something. <gasps> <laughs> me and Ray Ray. Yeah, they've been getting on me. Hey, stop saying things are good. Stop <laughs> they saying how perfect things are because now you're telling the devil how to attack you and how to, uh, to make you uh, not, uh, yes, your joy the joy that can be taken away. It's kind of funny. 
with all this is kind of coming around. Um, but let me read this devotional so you'll know a little bit more about what we're talking about here. Uh, yeah, it's a very short one, which, you're, which I'm happy and you're going to be happy. But uh, it's Smith Wigglesworth devotional for February 2nd. Today is 2222. Two, two, two. You know yes. that? That's pretty As cool, huh? Yeah, so if you see, never mind. All right, so. <laughs> the title of tonight's devotional is The Living Word. The reference is Luke 4 4. That's funny because it's 2 2 2 2. How? How did God know? Luke 4 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Scripture reading is Luke 8 5 through 15. Yes, it's awesome. And Smith says, God's word is supernatural in origin, eternal in duration, inexpressible in valor, infinite in scope, regenerative in power, infallible in authority, universal in application, inspired in totality. We should write it through, write it down, pray it in, work it out, and pass it on. How cool is that? The word of God changes a person until he becomes an epistle of God. The word transforms the mind, changes the character, and gives us an inheritance in the spirit. Until we are conformed, God coming in, dwelling in us, walking and talking through us, there is no God like our God. God is love. He who abides in love abides in God. God wants to take ordinary men and bring them into extraordinary conditions. God has room for the thirsty man who is crying out for more of himself. It is not what we are, but what, but it is what God wants us to be. Beloved, let us rededicate ourselves afresh to God. The thought for today, God has promised to fulfill the full the desire of those who fear him. We're not going to under, understand it all because it's natural. Eternal in duration. It has no end. Outside of the context. Inexpressible. Valor. That, I need to explain. Valor. Yeah. But why is so it? What's inexpressible? It's, it's beyond our human. So it, something's inexpressible. It's beyond definition. So it's beyond our earthly definition of color. Oh, so right. it's not bravery, like hey, yeah, I can pick a fight and hold my own. It is an inexpressible fight, strength, make us victorious in a way that's. I need that inexpressible valor this morning when I normally don't go like first, second, or third in these talks that they, you know, the parents say you have public. Um, comments. I'm normally like 25, 30, and it gives me time to really get into the groove. And they threw me out and into the, and I needed that inexpressible valor to speak for it. the kids. Did, did I? You did. No. Oh, Absolutely. That. All right. Go on. Infinite is open. It's, it's beyond a beginning and an end. 
uh, regenerative in your power. It regenerates us. It makes us new again. I was so exhausted driving home from you. See that? <laughs> Infallible in authority. It has no God's word. Anybody, race, ethnicity, color, origin, age, language, inspired in totality. It is not inspired in its So it's inspired in its totality. There is nothing to be subtracted or added to it. Amazing. Yeah, I like what we should do. I like that too. And I, I, and I think I may be in before Jesus did. I think maybe I don't know that I did any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I may have read. I mean, uh, I'm, uh, you know, I can't. I, uh, you know, and that's what the scripture said. You know, walk out our salvation. Expected the pastor to read it to me every Sunday. I, I, I figured if I went long enough, I would get through the whole Bible as long as the pastor would read the Bible. Well, I mean, if you're in Jack's church for the next 60 years, you probably will get through the entire Bible. <laughs> that's true. That's not, that's not what you're supposed to do. You're oh. supposed to read it through, write it down, pray it in. I like that praying in. I, I, I keep wanting, when I read it, I want to say pray it out. I just want to pray it in. Yes. Why do I want to keep saying pray it out? It's so funny. But that's my. That's a different expression. You can pray something out, but praying it in is getting this down into But when we pray it in, then we can work it out and then pass it on. That's that's absolutely the thing that he wants. Well, this is so cool. I may have to print I may have to print this out. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Yes. It's not who we are. Rendering our lives to the Lord. Not who I think, but I think the man or the woman. Right? <laughs> You didn't think you'd be the school board advocate, did you? None of Ten those. years ago? No, I was talking to my friend, uh, Chris, a neighbor. He was, he was a captain at L.A. County Sheriff's. And uh, we're in the sauna together with some other men being manly. And he goes, so um, what's going on? What are you doing? He was one of the guys in the, in the, in the yeah, sauna. Yeah. Right? But uh, my friend, Chris, he goes, so what have you been doing? And I go, I go, well, I've been going to these school board meetings. I've been going to the school board meetings. He goes, <laughs> I go, yeah, we got to, you know, got to fight for the kids. And then I just went, he goes, well, bro, it, 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 do, do you. Yeah, you <laughs> he goes, that's your hobby. I go, apparently. But um, yeah, he was like, 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 like. Shaking his head, like there was this unbelievable, like look in his face, like makes no sense. You used to come to my garage and drink beer with me for like three hours. 
<laughs> you've gone Jesus. you've gone from the the the, the guy like hit me and him and a bunch of guys he used to work with or he worked with at la county sheriff a bunch of cops sitting in the garage looking at his truck oh what are you doing with that uh you know what kind of how many uh cc's uh, you know does this thing run i don't know they would say all kinds of stuff like yeah like what kind of tools are you using to to, to, to do that well we got to use this gauger hingamoga thing uh but uh so there we are talking about you know and I'm saying I'm at the school board meeting and these guys are going, okay, bro, we're going to the river. I got to tell you that it, I knew that um, you were finding yourself in It was this inspiration. I really But it um, picture became picture. Mm. and I really, uh, I'm really happy that God and I didn't feel tired to go. But, really? Oh yeah. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> um, so especially because it was cold. No, I just I didn't. I, it. God said go, and I was like, I'm going. I got dressed and I was like, even driving over there, I was like, he's like, you're going. And I was like, okay, I'm going. And so it, it wanted me to see, first of all, but it is, it's not just for you that you're going because you are an inspiration to the other parents. You're an inspiration to the men because I see a lot more men there than I did the first time. I think there's a whole um, genre of men that are coming now, which are similar to yourself. They're strong fathers. They're either in law enforcement. Like, they're not your stay-at-home dads. These are, like, dudes that are coming to this meeting, you know? And I think that you being there is an inspiration for them, but they are looking. So the school board now uh, live casts, but I was telling Andy, and, I, and it was confirmed for me today, that people are looking for you to broadcast because they see you as somewhat of a leader for this community, not only inspiring men, but inspiring women and inspiring the community to participate. And I think it's really beautiful. I'm really, I'm really proud of you and sticking with it and um, doing an amazing job. Thank you. You are most. <laughs> it was something to behold though, wasn't it? It was. It was. It was complete chaos, folks. If, <laughs> if you want to know what a mess your school is, go to the school board meetings because that was really. I mean, it it is an epitome of what is wrong in our country right now because mm -hmm. nobody's hearing anybody. Um, everybody's on diametrically opposed sides. Everybody thinks they're right, uh, and it's just. And it reminds me of Pastor Jack saying, and this is to the prophecy um, sermon we heard today about how we're in these very precarious times, even biblically determined, predetermined or uh, prophesied times, that it's demonic because we can't even communicate effectively to one another. Mm -hmm. And so as you're sitting there, you realize there's some other spirit in the space. It's not just people in that space. There are spirits, evil spirits in that space because 
You could tell by people's facial expressions. You could tell by the words that they use, the animosity, the enmity. Um, yeah, it's a real, we're in a real bad situation. Well, we also have people doing a, they're in a position that they shouldn't be in. Have the wherewithal. But isn't that knowledge. everywhere in the country? That is the, that's one of our biggest problems. We have people in leadership. Everywhere. Yeah, Pete Buttigieg, who they, he couldn't fill up the, the potholes in, in wherever he was from. It's on the tip of my tongue and I can't think of it. Not Gary in the end. Or Gascon, who made a mess out of San Francisco yes. and came down here and to he, mess up our city, too. <laughs> yeah. have some. Yeah, people in these positions that shouldn't be there. And, um, and that's, you know, on top of what you said, is adding to the problem. They can't, uh, they don't have any common sense. They don't know how to, to critically think. Critical thinking is so lost in this world. But I got to say, I mean, in my opinion, they do think they're thinking critically. Like, they do think they're right. They're not up, they're not like, I don't know. To me, they don't look dumb. They look possessed. They're very, very determined. Like, some of those school board members were very, very determined that we were the enemy. That parents that were vocalizing their needs and wants for their kids, like saying, stop masking our kids. They didn't see that as like desperate parents saying, stop suffocating my kids. They heard, you don't respect my authority. You don't respect the decisions that our country has made and our government has made. And you're just a rebel, terror, domestic terrorist. Like the, all of that stuff has fed into making us out to be the enemy. They didn't hear desperate moms. You know what I mean? They didn't hear the, the, the science either. Because <laughs> you're going to show them, the CDC says masks are not stopping the spread of COVID. The BBC reports from other scientists in the UK that masks do not stop the spread of COVID. Then you have the Johns Hopkins that says, shutting down our country, putting up these barriers, doing that does not do anything to stop the spread of COVID. You show them these things and they still go, we don't care. You're going to wear the mask and we are going to. Yeah. And that this is the rule and we're yeah. following the rule. And this is the way the government's decided to go. And we would be, and she mentioned a very important thing. today. Um, the president, she said that the insurance company said, if you remove the mask, we will not cover you. We'll not have liability insurance. And so what is everybody saying these days, which is an old adage that we used even in terrorism, all the money. So as soon as someone says your pocketbook's at risk or you're going to get money to do something or you won't get money if you don't do something, that's what makes the world go round. And so as far as they're concerned, all that matters is liability insurance. Sorry, folks, we went off on a little tangent yeah, there. So, let's see what Luke 4, 4 has to say about any of this. Yes, but Jesus answered him saying, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word of God. And I'm going to bring this back around to scripture because in, in the scripture, it is, I'm sorry, the verse is not coming to me what chapter it's in, but um, Paul specifically says they will be given over. Oh, it's, we're studying it in Romans. Was it Romans or is it in Hebrews? One of the book studies we're doing. But God will give them over to debased minds and they will follow their lusts, whether it's worldly desires of money or flesh or whatever it may power. be. Power is that they're given over to their whatever craziness that they're following. And it is, and you, 
you cannot rescue them back. There's no rationale. When you see somebody who is entirely unmoved by a mom's tragic story of her daughter passing out and going to the hospital and wearing a mask indoors during PE, absolutely stone cold, no expression, no empathy whatsoever. That's a debased mind. That's given over to its desires. So, and God told us these things would happen. Luke 8, 5 to 15. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among the thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up and yielded a crop a hundredfold. When he had said these things, he cried, Who has ears to hear? Let him hear. Then his disciples asked him, saying, What does this parable mean? And he said, To you it has been given to know the mysteries of God, but to the rest it is given in parables, that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. And and we've learned that parables are literally God's divine way of speaking in a manner that only the people that are meant to understand it can understand it. But even though Jesus explains it, still people cannot understand the importance of parables. And so Jesus continues, now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Those by the waysides are the ones who hear, and the devil comes and takes the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear it, they receive it with joy, but they have no root. They believe for a while, and in time, by temptation, they fall away. And now the ones that fell among the thorns are those who, when they have heard, they go out and are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life and bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell on good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and a good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience a noble and a good heart. 2 Corinthians 3.3, clearly you are an epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh. That is of the heart. We are the epistles of Christ. God willing, we behave like it. You know, I mean, that's what uh, Wigglesworth saying at the end, right? Is he saying, we dedicate ourselves afresh to God that he may fulfill all of his promises in us. Speaking of fulfilling those promises, I mean, the, the Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills with Jack and Amir talking about prophecies. Ezekiel 38. Just, it's, there's, there's so much that we would not be able to cover it all, but it's just the, the talking of uh, what's happening in Israel and Russia and all the, in the, not only that, but about how, you know, 45, Iran. they called them, but Trump, his presidency, uh, the peace that was, you know, that was that he was successful at bringing to the Middle East and the, the accords that he brought uh, to Biden based on what they were talking about. He had to become president to cause the chaos to, currently occurring in our world. There is no leader of the world. When Trump was the president, we had a leader in the world. Nobody would do anything. They were too afraid. They thought it was crazy. Crazy or not. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they didn't want to yeah. do anything. Well, just wait. He's only going to be in for four years, possibly. Exactly. Uh, and then, of course, here now we have nothing but chaos. And It's in China. It's in North Korea. It's in uh, the Middle East now. And 
shooting missiles. Everybody's shooting missiles at each other, testing missiles. Yeah. Um, and, and, and they were able to bring it to a, a biblical prophecy. And, um, extraordinary. Ezekiel 38. Ezekiel 38, which you read to me on the way home. Yes. Which was exactly what they talked about. Mind blowing. It is. It is. And for me, it just like, because as I've mentioned, like I was very into Islamic prophecy when I was a Muslim and I helped co author a book about it and just how the Lord explains to me how this, the biblical prophecy, um, aligns with the things that the Muslims are believing that instigate the alliances that the Bible talks about. So God, even the false God is they're inspired with things that God needs them to do. So God, God inspires Gog, the leader of the evil that, that come against Israel. So he inspires the enemy to do the things that he wants them to do. He says, I'll put a hook in your mouth and drag you to it. So like he, he's dragging the Muslims too, you know? So it's just like, it just mind blowing to me that God orchestrates this whole thing. Um, for his word to be true. They don't even know. And they, they, they have no clue. None. But you see it happening. You see it happening. You can see it happening in the, I was going to say newspapers. We can see it happening. <laughs> we can see it happening on the internet. We can see it happening on whatever channel of news you're watching. Some of them. Oh, some, you, you some, made fun of newspapers because we don't actually yeah, look at newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> true. <laughs> Electronic newspapers. <laughs> But you can see it. I mean, it's, it's yeah. happening every day. And uh, and I was thinking about exactly what, I don't know if it was Amir or Jack, I think it was Jack said, that as a kid, it was like one thing would happen. Like, there would be one movement of, you know, Russia threatening the news. Right. Um, and I'm sure other things were happening, but they weren't as big. But today, something okay. big happens almost every day. Right. Like you're, I, I, That's why I'm so into it. Like, I cannot wait to see what country... Shoots a missile in another country. I cannot wait and see what's happening today. I, I, I told you today, I heard that uh, the jobs numbers coming out is going to be somewhere in the negative 300,000. Oh. Uh, where that, when you, have, when you take a country that was completely shut down and now supposedly people are supposed to be going back to work and it should be easier and it's not, we got a serious problem. Right. Because it would be so easy just to stop all the mandates, stop everything that's going on, stop the masking issues and all that kind of stuff. And then our, com- our economy would come back. People would, would get jobs, stop paying people to stay home. This is an easy, you know, essentially. And, and not, and, but also enforcing these ridiculous vaccine mandates. And even with, even the pulling of those by the Supreme court doesn't mean that, that companies are not uh, individually enforcing those yeah. rules. Yeah. And as a consequence, People not taking jobs yep. and leaving jobs. You got flight attendants that are getting fired. You got military getting fired. You got doctors and nurses being fired and not allowed to practice in the, in the hospitals. You have so much of that happening. You know, we look at it as, oh, you know, maybe a couple hundred here, but you talk, talk about the entire country. Um, yep. And it turns into the hundreds of thousands of people losing their jobs last month because of these. But I mean, that, I mean, you have that. I mean, we can just go on. The border issues. I told you we just, uh, there was a report that a thousand, Russians were seen, were caught and stopped from coming over the border as after they came over the border. And we're sending 8,000 troops to, 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 to Ukraine and uh, Eastern Europe. Wait a minute. We could use those troops at the southern border. That's where the Russians, they're coming into our country. But we, yes. we're not so worried about Ukraine. So we have these things. But they were talking about it. It says every day we have a, a massive news item of some 
destruction of some yeah, aspect of our of our world, not just our country. Yes. We see what's happening in Canada and Australia. Craziness. So crazy. Absolutely. But it's but back to the biblical prophecies. It's chaos. We're to have chaos. We're, yeah, but it's, uh, it's ordained. Yes. But we shall not fear for look up. No. Our redemption draws near. Which is so funny. Is Amir just like so smiling and goes, but we have joy because we're Christians. Be yes. happy. We're, we're okay. We know how the story ends. <laughs> so hysterical. We're just talking about just destruction and chaos. And, and then the world's going to burn. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Because <laughs> it comes back, it's restored. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But again, I, I hope that we have Jack's version of uh, a biblical prophecy. Yes, the rapture, the pre-trib rapture. rapture. Yeah. I want to. I want to. That we is, that we escape. We will say you're escapist. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we would like to escape. I'll take the escape card, please. <laughs> If it turns out to be wrong, that'll really be tragic. But if I have a, a choice, I would like to be <laughs> escaped out before the tribulation. You know what's funny? Obviously, the world's coming to an end because we usually when we do the late show, we at least have like four or five people. This is really late. We yeah, usually yeah. do like eight. Yeah, it's almost 10 o'clock. Yeah. Like, uh, but we've got thousands of people that download the broadcast. So we're like, doing this for you folks. <laughs> it's like midnight. Uh, for some of our fans are. All right, my love. Um, I don't know if you heard this or not. <laughs> you were talking about the podcast, so obviously you know. Um, we are one of the top five recommended podcasts for the Christian Post. Hey. Would you have a new article coming out tomorrow? I do. In the Christian Post. It's I an do. exciting one. I can't wait to see what people say about this one. Yeah, I'm going to have to read the comments on this one. I think. Really? Yeah. I don't know if people will pay that much attention. It's very dear to my heart, but yeah. I don't know if people will pay attention. We'll see. All Check right. it out. Fanatic Leaves Jesus. Fanatic is a name a, of a rap artist, a Christian artist. rap artist. Formerly, formerly Christian rap. Formerly Christian rap artist. All right, but you can find our podcast on the Edify app. This is how you get it. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcast today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. All right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. And uh, we will see you. We should see you tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. And you'll hear us tomorrow if you're listening on the podcast. Take care. Thank you. God, God bless. bless.